Hey, morning. Chris Black, how are you? <clears throat> I'm pretty good, Jason. Just ready to tackle another week of uh, content creation. Uh, okay. You know, nothing to be excited about, but also nothing to be not excited about. You know what I mean? Just a just a net neutral day in the neighborhood. Just a net neutral. Well, I wouldn't say net neutral because, you know, because of my upcoming travel schedule, I was able to get in a 7 a.m. Uh, session with Hunter on a Sunday, which is rare. Um, so I'm feeling pumped up. Is that a tough table to get 7 a.m. on a Sunday? No, it's not a tough table to get. It just it's not our usual schedule. You know, Hunter's got a family; he's got other priorities on the weekend. But he was able to squeeze me. He was able to squeeze me in this morning. We had the gym all to ourselves. It's beautiful. Would you Would you consider yourself to be his number one client, Chris? Or do you fear that there's absolutely some- not? Absolutely not. <laughs> there, <laughs> oh, okay. there are a lot of people that have been, are paying more money and are probably in better shape than me. But I'm the most. I mean, in his heart, yes. Um, on paper, okay. maybe not. You know, on paper, maybe not. You know, you you the most famous or the mo- the person who pays the most. Like I don't know if that necessarily makes you the best client. He might have the most fun with you. That's that's where a good point. I training think I- Chris could be a chore that he would do for free. You know. I mean, I I think that I do bring a, a nice attitude to the table. Whereas I think with any fitness instructors, tennis, whatever it may be, any kind of instruction, mm-hmm. I think there's always going to be two kinds of people: the ones that like want to be there, and are, are and the other ones that like don't really want to be there but think they have to. And in L.A., I think it's more common for you know somebody name like some Rich- names, Chris. Name some names. Come on. I would never, I would never air anybody out on this podcast. But you know, if you're if you're paying for a trainer and you see him three or four times a week, or a tennis coach, you see him three or four times a week, and it's just you know, it's like I need him, him or her, Chris. I, I apologize. Yeah, uh, you know, it's just it, some people just aren't committed to this lifestyle, Jason. But you know, and you know, I, I bring a positive attitude and, and a go getter attitude to the table, which is attractive. <laughs> It is attractive beyond your bucks. Well, I'm I'm glad you got one in. I my workout today was unfortunately walking very slowly for almost a whole mile. Uh, because of your knee or because the dog you want to go back home? Uh, my leg. I'm fully hundred percent back on the in uh the injured list, but worse than before. Really? I can't. I can't. I mean, I could barely walk right now. You know, no working out, no fitness, no tennis, no biking no exercise for i don't know uh at least three weeks maybe really i mean did you talk to is there something you could be doing i mean could you be doing what about the elliptical i i think like if i'm really really good and i keep it rested and and elevated and iced and all that stuff yeah then don't push it i think don't maybe push it. don't push it you know in a few days i can start incorporating some light stretches but you know anything involving you know any i mean like i like i said like walking maybe half a mile was a big challenge for me today did i did we is it my fault <laughs> no it's not your fault i mean i thought that I, I thought my leg was good i played tennis a couple of days ago with um with my friend marshall and it was fine i had a little bit of pain but i was like oh i'm, I'm finally on the outs i was doing i was started doing kettlebell workouts again just with my arms and no lower body like no leg stuff just to be double sure and I, everything was looking good, but then when I played tennis against you, the first game was fine. It started feeling a little bit of pain, which was fine. And then, you know, game game two and three, I was I was hobbled. I don't like that. So I, like I that guess it bit. is. I mean, it's not your fault directly. It's just you happen to be at the scene of the crime when it happened. So don't. I don't want you to feel any guilt. Okay, I, I would hate to. Yeah, t- don't worry. Uh, I just was making. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to have blood on my on my already callous. I would hands. hate to feel guilt. I would hate to feel guilt. But I'm I'm glad. 
I mean, I'm glad that you're at least on your road to recovery. You know what I mean? But I think you should. I mean, maybe you do you. I mean, are you going to hit? Are you going to go see the doctor that I told you to go see? Which one? My acupuncturist? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have I go to him three days a week. OK, so but you he's I, I just go now. OK, well, that's probably good. OK, well, welcome to welcome to healing, Jason. Um, and <laughs> I, you know, I, I also I did see something this morning. Because I was thinking about your knee, and I was thinking maybe you might need some new um, new shoes to help you. Okay, okay. Did you find some new shoes for me? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I don't know if they come in your size. I've texted Lil Nas X to check, um, <laughs> but he 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 has created a. Um, I thought you'd be really interested in these. Uh, rapper Lil Nas X has unveiled his Nike Satan shoes in collaboration with Mischief, um, and they actually contain sixty six cc's of red ink. But they also include a drop of human blood in the soul. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, what is what is mischief? First of all, you don't know mischief. I, I don't even really understand what it is. But it's like an agency that does like you know, it's 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 dumb. It's not a it's not a f- female streetwear magazine. Uh, no. Spelled M I S S. No, it's it's like a it's they they drop stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't I don't really you know they they just they sell stuff. You know, Chris, as you get older, you, I find myself dropping stuff all the time. Yeah, no, same, same, and 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 I I don't I don't really get it, but I do think that I'm I'm kind of into this like Lil Nas X being uh important narrative that's going on. I I, I like him really. I think it's cool. You like the narrative of Lil Nas X is important. Yeah, because it went from like, oh, this is cute and funny to like now he's like a an he, he's just he's kind of talking about real stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care. The music is whatever to me, but like it, it's pretty interesting that he's become like a voice. No, um, I agree. I agree. The world does need more Lil Nas X's despite, you know, his music. Yeah, it's it's just ass. cool that he it's just cool that he went through the like kind of like like the dumb dumb door and now he's like all right i'm here i can start talking that real talk now right um which i think is is cool and and a good use of your platform yeah he uh i guess tyler crawled so he could walk a little bit yeah but i mean i'm saying i think the difference is tyler i mean to me those guys were always kind of like critically acclaimed you know what i mean like odd future was always like you know uh, which is insane a a darling insane because the music is unlistenable but the um (laughs) But but you know Lil Nas X came through with like you know making beats on fucking YouTube and then like had kind of like a gimmick gimmick song for for lack of a better term big gimmick song you know but I did he- yeah I mean yeah he did come in through the dum dum door which I think is a good way to put it but he is definitely using his his power and position for for good which is nice to see I bet he's getting some high quality dick too you know what I'm saying I bet he's <laughs> I bet he's getting some I bet he's getting some dick he never thought he was gonna get. Sure, some top, some top tier ding dong. Yeah, he fame is crazy. He, he seems like he seems like the kind of guy who is a great role model, like setting healthy boundaries with his family and his sexuality, and talking about things and being open about things that a lot of people don't talk about. And I think that's good. I wish I liked his music, but whatever. It's not for me. Look, bro, it's we- for the it's for the youth. It is. That's the uh, that's the other thing. We can't you know can't like it all. Much but like what's up much- with him making satan shoes though what do you think unclear what do you think unclear but nike 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 did come out and say we had nothing to do with this so you know it's 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 an aftermarket product so okay um, so so miss miss chief what's it called miss who m-s-c-h-f 
X. Okay. So Miss Chief just bought some some Nike Air Maxes and then took them to the lab and then did aftermarket work. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay. Okay, all right. So the Nike Air Max 97 contains 60 cc of ink, one drop of human blood. They made 666 pairs, individually numbered. They're $1,018 each, and they're released on March 29, 2021. So you still have time, Jason. So this is a completely unofficial shoe collab with Nike. Yes, it is. Nike, Nike has, you know... But they have have they condemned these satanic actions though? Is what I want to know. Or they that's just a said, question. This ain't us. I don't have the answer for that. I think Nike likes to say neutral when it comes to religious stuff. They wouldn't want to offend any of their customers. Mm-hmm. So, so what is stopping us from doing this? Is what I want to know. Not much, except for the fact <laughs> that we're not a wildly famous rapper that could sell six hundred pairs of thousand dollar shoes with human blood in them. Okay, well, the I'm, we can do it to scale, though. I mean, the the selling of the of the shoes or I don't the do unofficial. Is- I don't do TJ. I don't do unofficial shit, bro. I'm I'm an old school cat. I, I we need the cosign. I'm just saying, I want I want to become the mischief. Oh, I, I you do not want to become the mischief, Jason. That is not. <laughs> but I want to make but make it hot. You know, like make it me. Oh, okay, okay. So you're gonna do it with wh- my version of mischief. So would you do like a baguette? or something like what would you what would you do you know i mean i I don't know what the creative direction and the and the the mood board is looking like i'm just talking about i would be i could i can be that third party customizer bootlegger person and (laughs) and you could sell them oh i okay i didn't know if i had a part in this i don't know i mean like we could easily sell 666 pairs of shoes and i'll make them actually metal and evil and satanic but you know the price point maybe we won't be able to hit so are you saying that you want to buy 666 pairs of white vans and do graffiti on them because that's what it sounds like to that's me. kind of where it starts that's where the idea starts uh we call that the incubation okay. process in my industry <laughs> okay okay so okay so during the incubation <laughs> process you'll be customizing vans old school high top old schools with um graffiti <laughs> yeah that's pretty much where i'm at and i think that's a it's a, like a solid <laughs> plan i mean I don't so really you do realize any... this is this is like a step above the guys selling New York maps on the street where they do graffiti on them. You know what I'm talking about? You're, you're familiar yeah, yeah. with that racket. I mean, that could have been you if you made some different decisions. It'd be an honor to get my hands on a piece like that one one of a kind artwork. I do love one of a kind artwork. One of one is is. You know, cool. I would may- maybe I would draw a portrait of Biggie on there, or you know, <laughs> it doesn't just have to be my graffiti. It could be something with more of like a message. Who is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just want to get. I just want to get a, a more a, a wider audience. Who has been? Man, no one's legacy, honestly, besides like Warhol, maybe Biggie's <laughs> legacy has been just dragged through the mud, man. It's stepped su- on. It sucks, dude. It's so fucking dusty. It is dusty as fuck. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Why can't? Why hasn't the? Uh, why hasn't Tupac suffered that? Is it because New Yorkers are dustier than L.A. people? That's a hot take. I wonder. I mean, I think it's because Biggie's music is better. To be honest with you, like I feel like it's more. I I I don't know though. I wonder. I, well, I don't know. Better, better. Obviously subjective, but I think I think the music of Tupac Shakur has touched more people than the. music That's what of I was going to say. That's what I was about to say. Like I think Biggie is better, and I would actually listen to that. Like I would. I've never listened in my life to Tupac. I've never put Tupac on ever. Yeah. I've never pressed play, but at the time I agree of his uh, in the in the 90s or the 99 2000 when Tupac was alive and p- putting out music, I was like First of all, first of all Jason, he's still alive, but we'll we'll get into <laughs> that later. But yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. He was killed by Jimmy Iovine and his henchmen. I have the proof. I learned about it from an I Uber driver. I think the driver. henchmen were a 
production crew, but yeah, go ahead. I don't I don't know. I don't know about all Look, that. Look, you don't have an autographed Da Henchman MPC in your studio, Chris. <laughs> you ain't a really you ain't really cooking you ain't really cooking like me, bro. You ain't You're really right. in the fucking lab like me, bro. Um, unfortunately, I am not in the lab uh like you, but I, I just like this new Biggie Da I don't know. I just I, I it's it's so bad. The T shirts His the- good name has been sullied so much. I mean, who who before him? I guess like maybe like Bob Marley kinda feels yeah i feel I mean, like he's been squeezed he's been yeah, disclosed yeah oh yeah i mean bob marley but at least i mean i think the difference is or i mean i, I could be wrong but the, the marley family is 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 big and needs bread you know there's 40 people eating off that shit a lot biggie's of got food, yeah, yeah. biggie's got his mom who's doing every interview i don't think he's got i mean didn't he have a he had a daughter though right that baby don't look like me. I don't know. I mean, that's you, dog. That's all. <laughs> that, no, com- yo, no comment. I, no comment. I ain't sure. I ain't seen no paperwork, so I didn't. You know, unfortunately, she's not going to receive any benefit. Sorry, you got to figure out the college thing on your own, sweetheart. <laughs> but 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 with Biggie, you know, like he he touched a lot of people. He was very inspiring to people because he was like he was a real guy. He was like the 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 fifty cent blueprint. Like he looked like somebody that was really living what he was talking about. Whereas yes, he, yes, whereas yes. Tupac. He was not so much that he was, you know, from a theater background and he was more of a thespian than a than a killer. But he played that role in that character so well. But he was also, you know, a Malcolm X level poet and, you know, visionary. Well, he had more. Person. I think he had I think Tupac had more star power, you know, in a, in a, in a way. He was uh, also fine as hell. Yeah, he was fine as hell. Tupac could beat these cheeks. No question. But I think that he um, Biggie could get it, too, though. Don't get me. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I'm glad that you're an equal opportunity. You're Just, you're not a side. If we're talking about dead dead people that I'd have sex with, <laughs> if it's if it's going to be one of those podcasts, if we're going that route today, top five, I'm, yeah. Top, what's your body count, dead or alive? Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I I just because I noticed I was watching actually last night. Um, I never saw. I weirdly I never watched Echo in the Canyon, uh, that documentary that Jacob Dylan did. Um, oh, about about. Which is first of all, Jacob Dylan, bro. This guy looks incredible. Like he looks, mm-hmm. he's he's fifty years old. He's got four kids. He's the, he's the white Lenny Kravitz. I'll say it. Dead ass. He looks incredible. And the whole time, I'm like, this guy looks so every every shot. He looks fucking incredible. It's amazing. What do you what do you think his secret is? Because you know he's you know he's done some hard living. He's done some smoking and some drinking and some. Bro, it's the Dylan. It's the Dylan blood. Well, his mom's a model. Okay. You know, so he's got the half. He's got half model, half Bob Dylan. I mean, I think it might just be gen- genetics, bro. I, I think it's. I, I don't. My my point is, there's no amount of creams or or uh, capsules that we can ingest to make us look that way. At a, at a certain um, point, the 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 nature and the nurture. Kinda. Well, what what I'm saying is we both already look worse than him, and he's got ten years on us, twelve years on us. So you know, it's 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 an uphill battle. But and we I, and we be buying creams too. We be buying hella creams. Yeah, I be taking fucking supplements. Fucking, <laughs> I was I was trying to swag off about my new moisturizer that I got. We talked about this a while ago. Yeah, but but, but then LP was like, oh, actually, that reminds me, I got this really good like kind of anti-wrinkle cream and like i don't really have any use for it so like if you want it you know like (laughs) she's like oh that little oh that moisturizer oh you brought that for your face actually put that on my feet i didn't realize that was for your face broke boy i'm sorry oh oh i'm sorry so yeah i so not only was i broke boy but i was also old old boy well all, all in one foul swoop 
we like to keep you humble. But yeah, I think that uh, did you watch Echo in the Canyon? I I did watch it, I, but it's been a little while, so I don't. I, I remember the production quality of it was a little spotty, of like the footage, like the entourage style footage of Jacob Dylan driving around. Yeah, well, the Laurel funniest Canyon part, in an old the funniest car, part, like, the funniest part is there's this group of scenes. They shot these scenes at his, I, I assume his like incredible mid century house somewhere, where it's like him. Beck, Regina Spector, and Cat Power on a couch, and they just have yeah, all these yeah, records yeah. on the. And it's like to move the story along. You know what I mean? They have these moments, and it's just so bad. It's like Regina Spector trying to explain to me like what the birds are. I'm like, I, I don't really. <laughs> this isn't really working for me. Like, yeah, thank you. And Cat Power just looking so uncomfortable, and then Beck talking about like Buffalo Springfield. It's just a weird. It's a weird device to to get the. But I'm surprised to put it off for so long because there's so many. I mean, that's really up my up my street. It today. is up your street, yeah. And out of those people, you, there's Beck, Regina Spector, Jacob Dylan. That's all. That's a Mount Rushmore for me. That's a Mount Rushmore for you. But when you when you get all those people together and it's just one person playing acoustic guitar and then everyone kind of singing and doing the harmonies, Beck is sitting there just like, maybe I'll 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 do. I'll do the way back. You know, he's he's playing right field on that starting nah, lineup. Beck ain't Beck ain't got the pipes. He ain't, Beck's, I mean, he's like, does anybody need a ukulele solo or maybe <laughs> yeah, Be- I have Beck's an accordion like, that I could swing at? Hold on, let me call Pharrell, bro. I'll be right back. Um, but I I think that. But you know, you can't. You, nobody on that lineup, even even JD, can fuck with if it's just an acoustic guitar and and the voice that that the good Lord gave you. Nobody's fucking with Cat Power on that on that starting. Oh point. hell no, bro! Cat Power got no. Nah, Cat Power's she's breaking everyone motherfucking ankles on that. No, Cat Power's the goat. But I, I just it, it just reminds me that once again I would like to make a case for how great the Wallflowers are and how underappreciated they are. Specifically, Breach the the year two thousand album mm-hmm. that they, I, I highly recommend listening to it. But but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting to watch that and then. And then, you know, continuing with some some musical performance, I was able to, luckily, before we podcasted today, log on to a website called YouTube.com and check um, Jack Harlow. What's popping on SNL um, la- 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 last night? I'm sure you caught that. I mean, you had a timer set. I like to do my SNL watching Sunday night, little din-din. Little sweet green. I, I don't want to ruin your your SNL viewing. Don't worry, I I, I fast forward through but, through the musical performances, even when it's somebody I like. But one of your favorites, Adam Levine, did appear to help Jack out um, with a little cameo from Maroon Five. Yes, from from Kara's Flowers. Uh, if any, yeah. yeah, I mean, if anyone was wondering if if Jack Harlow <laughs> might actually be cool, just all you got to do is think about like who who should I bring out? Adam Adam Levine from The Voice. Well, look. Be, to be Come fair, on. I'm I'm sure the label made that decision. It doesn't feel like a Jack decision, but yeah. But even if, but you're supposed to say no, or your team is supposed to say no. If you're like, oh, I'm, I'm I agree. I'm, I'm going to be the next one up. I'm this big rapper, and I'm killing. You know, he is talented as much as I hate him. Adam, he is talented. He can write a hit. A- no, not Levi- Adam. Oh, well, I mean, Jack Harlow. Yeah, I mean, What's both bumping? of them for sure. I mean, Jack. I'm talking about Jack Harlow specifically. But if I'm Jack Harlow's manager, I'm like. You know, I'm looking at the long game, and I'm I'm I don't I don't think Adam on that lineup. You know, unless there's a big bag attached to it specifically, or if you have a song that you had to do contractually. Agreed. No, it Jimmy Iovine would move. kill you if you didn't. Then, 
no, son. The the footage we need is me hanging you off the off the balcony. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like 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 Dr. Dre, Suge Knight style. If we're if we're going, I mean, but what, yeah. What building are you hanging me off of, though? Oh, Capitol Records, of course. Capitol Records. Okay. Yeah, of course. Or this or the Chateau Marmont. You choose. It's it's your death. I mean, I still I still have the key code for both, so we can okay. however you want to cook. Sick, sick. Uh, but Jack Harlow. I mean, obviously he was terrible. Um, but the uh, he was wearing a great pair of leather pants. Um, for the what, for the what, 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 what did you just like the the sizing and the fitting of it, or were they a statement pant? Leather pants are very cool, and I I you know I wrote about wearing a pair and they were fine, but I, I'm still searching for the perfect like 501 leather pant fit. Right, right. Like I right. want to fit just like jeans, but then you can wear them normally or or seemingly normally. I want to get a blowjob on a gold plated toilet, okay? But we don't always get what we want. I'll find it. I'm gonna find it. And Jack Harlow's stylist, um, I you know I'll, I'll be in touch. Okay, so these were just a nice pair of normal. Normal leather pants, but they just seem to be very well well tailored to. Yeah, his, just fit. Yeah, I mean his his tight young body. Yeah, his look wasn't. You've seen the videos of him like rapping when he was like thirteen, right? It's really funny. Hell no, I don't watch oh, that shit. I'm a grown ass man. Well, I mean, I just as a fan, I thought maybe you had dug in, <laughs> dug in a little bit more than you have. But no, I'll wait till John Carmonica blesses us with the. I'm sure there probably already is a diary of a song for Trash Ass Harlow. I sadly don't think so. But there was, there was actually one good. Uh, Maya Rudolph uh, was hosting the the legend who I told you that I ran into Maya at at a uh, at a silver. No, no, that is Silver Lake Clothing Store. At a Silver Lake Clothing Store, she was complaining, not complaining. She was like jokingly complaining that Paul Thomas Anderson like still didn't know her shoe size. These men ain't shit. This dumbass, this dumbass doesn't even know my shoe size. We've been together for twenty years. We got kids. You don't even Paul know. Thomas Anderson, the man, the man can can make a great little flick, but Paul, why don't you stop hanging out with them Heim chicks and know my shoe size? Okay, like why don't you stop making these little music videos? You're not making any money. That's clearly what this is really about. You're not making any money. You're doing this shit for free. We got two kids. No, come home. Come Paul home. fucking around with these fast ass Heim chicks. <laughs> and you start feeling like the old Buick in the driveway when the new Model 3 pulls up. Yeah. And it's, it's not even it's not even one Model 3. It's three Model 3s. That's, That's why I said Model part. 3, Chris. That's why I said Oh, I'm sorry. I get it now. I get it now. But she's she did she played Beyonce on Hot Ones, right? And, and it was it was pretty good, I gotta say. I mean, I I, re- I mean I remember when Hot Ones first came out, and I would watch it sometimes. And I remember my f- not because of any particular reason, but it was just like you know it was it was adjacent to food content on YouTube, and I'd see it. Of course, my friends would like have to do welfare checks on me to be like, "Bro, are you okay? Like, we uh, what? Why are you watching this? Like, what is wrong with you? You're better than that type of thing." Jason, but now you're it's not. Finally- you, bro, you are not better than complex. You are complex. And I don't <laughs> ever forget. I don't ever want to forget that. No, I'm I'm a complex guy. In term, you know, emotionally speaking, but but I haven't watched Hot Ones in a long fucking time. I just this was, you know, this is funny, but it, it's it's um. I mean, Hot Ones is a recipe. It's 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 just a genius recipe. There's no production costs. It's funny. Mm. Like celebrities can be charming. You know, it's it's a very it's a home run for anyone basically to do it. There's yeah, no everyone is looking for their version of the Hot Ones. You know, yeah, it's softball. I mean, it's 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 the it's the the uh cheaper to make um don't say it. cursed carpool karaoke i hate to say it jason i hate to say it carpool karaoke by the chubby british guy uh is um <laughs> say his name is 
Uh, I do not. We do not say his name <laughs> on this on this program. Um, little theater geek ass. Uh, but he um, he they sold that like it was it was just a segment on his late night show, and they sold it. I think to Apple TV, like for a big old bag. Yeah, you know. So so it's like, but Hot Ones. I don't think Hot Ones. I think Hot Ones is still like a, a complex shit. Like I don't think, I think they got. They, the bag. I think they got. I, I think they got a little bit of a bag, but it is not, it is not a big old bag. That's for sure. But it should be. They got some big people on there. Yeah, it's a hit. Like, we got to take this shit. But maybe, I mean, I think the problem is that I still think TV matters where a lot of people are like, I'm big on YouTube and that's what I want. Like, I'm good. Similar, I mean, similar to the the podcast only, you know, some people are just happy with that. Some people can be like, hey, I, I'm, I'm fine with my YouTube. I like the control. And I still am able to make a fuckload of money, so like I'm all I'm all good. I don't need to be on TV. I don't need to be beholden to a network or whatever. I can be on my little my little Dalbrick swag, and I'm all good. <laughs> let me say right now, I would love to be beholden to a network. So let us know <laughs> if you're interested. NBC, I'll sign my life away. Paramount Plus, I don't even care who it is. Paramount, like, just, just let me. Pe- no, Bro, no Peacock. Oh, Peacock and Paramount are different. Get your little stream. I mean, obviously, you don't know much about streaming. You were, you were, you were, you had ads on Hulu, so you're not good at streaming. Chris, but. I told you, all it takes is one, one little <laughs> flick of the wrist. Flick of the, flick of the. I can go from having two accounts to just one. I can go. <laughs> It can be C- it can be audio CB T- TJ only real real quick. That feels like a metaphor for this podcast, and I I don't we're not going the Joe Budden route, Jason. I feel well we, we yeah we'll get into that, but I mean I, I feel like I'm your parent and you are. I'm taking your cell phone away because you 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 came home late from curfew and you're putting up a little bit of a stink. I was out with the Broskies past curfew. Um, unfortunately, I'm sorry, Dad. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's fine. Just can I, can I have my Samsung mobile back? You're gonna have to figure out how to TikTok on uh, TikTok one of those books, okay? <laughs> one of those little books. But yeah, this this. So I mean, I've been dealing with a lot of drama this week with the Joe Button podcast, Jason. I hope that yeah, it's it's a cautionary tale for other podcasts. And I would like to. I don't know if you've kept up at all. Of course not. Um, I don't I don't listen to content made for people who work at Foot Locker, but tell me what was what was going down on the Joe don't, Budden don't podcast. Come, don't come for the entire state of New Jersey like that. I'm not going to allow that. For people who work in the shipping and receiving department of Champs, <laughs> of the re- retail conglomerate Champs. Oh, oh shit. Uh, first of all, uh so the joe button podcast is i mean he's a notorious bag fumbler um so <laughs> the the story is he turned down 30 million from spotify because that they didn't understand his value which is fucking insane <laughs> um then he so, there's never going to be another opportunity where somebody's like no. do you want 30 million dollars in 2021 joe budden so his his partners in the podcast roy and maul that carry him they're basically on strike Mm-hmm. So he's he they're they're not and, and he won't Joe Budden won't really tell us what's going on but obviously it's about fucking money so well it's not I mean it's it's likely about money but it well, could I, I be mean, some, what, it could be some personal beef or drama someone I mean I think it, but had I think relations personal, with somebody else you know. I think there's personal beef and drama, but I think that all goes back to money. Right, right, right. So he's got these scrubs filling in, like the guys that like do shit off camera now are like filling in. Mm-hmm. The B team. Yeah, it's terrible, and I think I think it's actually going to if they don't come back, like he could have really fucked himself because like his whole thing now because he got this job at Patreon because he's he's the fa- he's basically the face of digital panhandling now. Yeah, works at Patreon. 
and his whole thing but is it's about, one of like, those like fake jobs at patreon like, yeah like doesn't... head of creator equity or some bullshit mm-hmm. so it's like now he's got this job and basically his boys are like yeah yeah creator equity bro where's where's our check at then mm-hmm. so it's been a, it's been an interesting week in in uh the the button verse it sounds like the strike is working, and, and it, it it is nice to see that happen and have faith in the system. But then at that point, if they if they do agree to give them more money and make everyone happy, isn't isn't the whole vibe kind of forever sullied and weird? Or, or oh yeah, I mean it's it's I, I don't I mean because that that happens on like TV, you know, like Ellen's contract or like the Friends cast demands a million an episode. And then you know you make it work because it's like scripted television or like a movie role or whatever. It's acting, but I don't, I've never seen this happen in a podcast where it's supposed to be this kind of very real, accurate depiction of a of an actual relationship going on. So it, it's at least interesting to see what that'll be like. You know, first day out the feds episode. It's. I mean, I if I, it'll be their of like, hey, I know it's weird. Sorry, I've been. Uh, you know, it'll be their highest rated episode ever. But yeah, it's interesting to watch. I mean, I think that it's it's like turning down thirty million dollars on Spotify is absolutely insane. Like that's just pure ego stupidity. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I, I don't care what the deal points were. I don't give a fuck what it looked like. I don't care about owning IP. Like you're stupid. Yeah. Like if, if Spotify comes to us and gives us thirty million dollars, you can have. How long gone? Take the fucking name. I'll come up with another one. I don't give a fuck. That's not that big of a deal. There can be a stipulation in the contract where I have to wash the owner of of Spotify's car every weekend, and I'll be like, "Yes, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll do like, it. Yeah. I'll do it. Titties out. I'll do it." Yeah, Jason's washing your fucking Tacoma with his shirt off in in fucking Beverly Hills. No problem, sir. Yes, sir. Happy to do it. I'm bringing an apple fritter. I think the problem. I think the problem is though is that like these guys. I mean, I think that on paper these guys might have no say in anything. It, it's like it's truly up to him to do to make any decision, and, and it's it, it it's just it's not going to end well. Is my guess. Got it. Um, got it. Got it. Because I think there's I think there's real bread. I mean, I think there's real bread on the. I mean, if, if somebody's offering you thirty million, that means you're making real bread somewhere. I mean, they're not going to give him thirty million just because they're a fan of his art. They're going to—they're doing that because they believe that that'll be an investment that'll make him money down the line. And he's saying that's not enough. How much money can you spend in New Jersey? How how, how old is is? Well, he's got a couple kids. Joe Budden. He's got a couple. Joe kids. Budden's what, like forty-seven or something? No, bro. Joe Budden's forty-one. He's like our age, your age. He's forty. No, he's not forty-one. Bro, yeah, he is. Or forty-two, I think. Yeah, no, he's not that old. I was shocked too. But you gotta remember what? these guys get po- these guys get popping when they're like nineteen or twenty. Joe Budden is, oh my god, Joe Budden is only five days older than me. Damn, you and Joe, but look how much he's done with his life, and look how little you've done, Jason. Think about that. That's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, unless you unless unless you want to co-host a complex show with academics, Jason, I think you've probably made some better choices than Joe. Speaking of other broadcasters, I you know, and just and just more hot news from this week. This Chet Hank shit, man, I'm over. I'm done. <laughs> like it's not funny. It's like the it's like that Suez Canal shit. That's not funny. It's not funny enough. It's not funny enough to keep talking about it. Like it's it's like a thing that happens. Twelve hour news cycle. It's it's oh, it should be over. Like we're done. It's mm-hmm. not funny. The memes are. It's not funny enough. Like did anything else happen beyond him simply posting that video of him saying it's going to be white boy summer? I'm not talking about Trump. I'm talking about me and jack harlow white boys is that and that was pretty much it right there's nothing else yes that's it and it's it's a viral moment chet hey it's just like i don't think like i i what the reason chet hayes was interesting it didn't seem like he was doing this like it didn't seem like he was in in on 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 
the joke. Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like he was just being himself and it was funny. There is absolutely no way he's not in on the joke now. Now he is doing this f- yeah. f- for the wrong reasons, so it's not funny anymore. You know what I mean? Yes, 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 yes. The the curtain has been pulled back. He's he's playing up playing it up and that makes it yeah dark. and the shock well and like the the like original you know when you discover that he's tom hank's son and that funny that's funny mm-hmm. you know what i mean but that's over it's just not there's nothing funny about it anymore yeah he's just another fucking vlogger when he was doing his patois voice and thought that it was cool and normal and fine for you know a billionaire white person to be doing that that was a simpler time when everything was kind of all good. And now, why is he allowed to talk about this is going to be the summer for white guys? Does he simply just have the balls to do it and everyone's letting him cook? Or are people against white boy summer? Because I don't think anybody wants white boy summer to happen ever in, for the history of time. Well, except us. But yeah, of course. <laughs> um, no, no, no. I mean, I don't. I honestly. I Nevertheless, he persisted. But still, you know. I don't. Yeah, exactly. I don't really. Uh, this is not why Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. You know what I mean, Jason? It wasn't for <laughs> White Boy Summer. So I, you know, I, I honestly don't. I just don't get it anymore. I just don't. I don't think it's funny enough. You know, but every it's like it's just such a big. It's like all you can see on the internet. It's all you see. I think that's just more a testament to how how bad things are and how there's nothing really going on or nothing to talk about or or people are too lazy to come up with their own sources of humor and jokes and amusement when for the last week the the two biggest things in our cultural zeitgeist is boat got stuck in canal and and Tom Hanks's son said it's going to be a good summer. Yeah, oh god, it's so fucking boring. I mean, at least it's better than it's better than the fucking Fauci news updates, I guess. It could be worse. Oh, come on, Chris. Well, I'm just saying there's there's less bad news is what I mean. You know, this yeah. is at least just dumb funny shit. It's not like everybody's dead, like stay inside, you know what I mean? It, it's 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 still a step There has been plenty of bad news, but yeah. I guess maybe maybe that's another reason, you know, people have just like Show me anything that isn't bad news that isn't another shooting or an attack. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's that's really what it is. Yeah, there's also like a new narrative where Seth Rogen is hot now. You know, I haven't seen that. I know that. Oh yeah, I've, I've seen bro. the narrative like, that he he is is he is he hot because he does pottery? Is that what it is? No, it's it's like oh he or that he's a no. It's this this is what happened. This has happened to Seth Rogen a few times in his career. He's not as fat anymore, yeah. And he he does a shoot for a magazine or or whoever, and they style him in cool clothes, mm-hmm. which is like that that kind of like works for anyone. I don't mean to I don't mean to pull back the curtain on the entire <laughs> fashion and media business. Um, <laughs> but then but then for a, for a few days, everyone goes, "Damn, Seth Rogen, low key looking good." He looks great. I'm not. He looks great, and and like I. But also like catch Seth Rogen hitting fucking Alfred for a chagachino, and he ain't gonna look like that. <laughs> He ain't gonna, you know what I mean? He ain't gonna look, he ain't gonna look like that. Like if you give me a hair and make, <laughs> God damn, I thought that was Fat Albert, but then I realized it was Seth Rogen. But like, never, never tried a Rogen before. Never tried a Rogen. But it, yeah, it's just, it's, it's just like, yeah, dude. If you, if you put me in all designer clothes and give me hair and makeup and a great photographer, I'm gonna look fucking good too. It, it's yeah, not. Your, you know, Jurgen tells you to go pose by that tree on Wilcox. Exactly. And, yeah. You know, like here is a here is a sweater from this company called La Mer, and here are a <laughs> pair of Bodhi trousers. And yeah, you know, get out there, Chris. Put some product in your fucking hair, and here, here we go. Exactly. Yeah, they moisturize my scalp. It's a whole. It's a movie. But yeah, it's just a funny. It's a funny thing that we love to do with like. I feel like it happens more with like male celebrities, where if they were 
I mean, it happened to Jonah Hill too. It's like it happened to Jonah Hill, where it was like all of a sudden Jonah it happened to Jonah Hill more than once. I know, and he just wants to be left alone. He's like, guys, leave me alone. Like I'm just out here. I'm surfing. I'm fucking wearing a Suns jersey tucked into pants. Like I don't know what to tell you. It's just well, I, I, it's it's happened to me before as well, and it's not something that you would understand. I don't believe that. No, but- I, well, it happens to me. It, it's you know, I I deprive the streets of my look you know i'll just be wearing you know a you know a a t-shirt and some shorts and cruising around and everyone just is like oh there's jason he's just you know casual dress guy or whatever and then if i'm you know go to a wedding or something like that and i'm wearing a suit and i'm all done up everyone looks at me like i'm a fucking you know cancer survivor or (laughs) i got the lap band surgery just like oh wow wow jason you i've never seen you look when you deprive people of your sauce for a long time and then you you hit him with that old razzle dazzle it can go pretty far that's i mean that's cool but that's something that's something that you've never experienced probably because you never deprive the streets of your sauce i looked like shit for a long time and then you I just, just imagine my girlfriend listening to this conversation in the other room just like what the fuck am i doing god damn it i mean i just think that it's like i i, I just don't i don't know man this stuff just is is insane to me it's like everybody it's just a i mean and congrats to his press team whoever's working on this to to redo the the narrative because he's i mean he's got this weed company that's popping and everything looks really nice it looks it looks really well done yeah i I actually would like to try it i'm afraid it's going to be so strong it's going to turn me into a no he did he did a very good job with that and he's you know so he's you know he's he's got a book coming out i'm sure he's got Mm -hmm. a movie coming out so my guy looks good, you know, and I, I appreciate that. But let's not let's not say Seth Rodick is a sex symbol. You know, that's a little that seems a little far. What would take for him to become a legitimate sex symbol though? How many more pounds is he gonna have to lose? To know, he would have to be born as a different person. Like you just you're not you're not a sex like Jason, we're not sex symbols. We weren't born like a sex symbol, we're not, you know, we're not uh, fucking I don't know about that, Chris. Well, I mean, I'm speaking for myself then. I but it's just like think about people that are truly like gifted. Like like let's mm-hmm. like uh, name names. I mean, you know, like a Hemsworth. You know what I mean? Like these guys are fucking uh, uh, a Hemsworth, a, a Richard Gear. Yeah, like a Richard Gear. I mean, these guys are like they're bo- you're born like that. There's nothing you can do mm-hmm. to be you you can't there's no amount Whitney Port. Yeah, exactly. Like that, but like know? Kumail is not a sex symbol just because he 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 got ripped like he's still a dork like you're not a sex symbol just because you're in good shape or you wear nice clothes like it, it, it there's more to it than that you know what i mean <laughs> yeah 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 and and the and the best part about being a sex symbol is you there's you can't ever explain it in words it's just a feeling that everyone universally knows and understands you can just tell yeah by like yep that that person has it that person doesn't that's just what it I is guess i don't pete make Dav- the rules. i guess pete davidson is a good example of someone who has um He's done it strictly by being a stick man. He's made, he's made, he's dated so many attractive uh, female celebrities that people are like, I guess this guy's a sex symbol. He reversed engineered it. Yeah, he did a, he did a reverse engineer leapfrog. Never seen it. Never seen it. Uh, I mean, I've seen it happen a couple of times. You know, you'll see it with some climbers, especially in the DJ world when you, when you find somebody that really wants to like eventually end up with Diplo or something. You'll start with a little lower level kind of opening $300 DJ, you know, we'll rock with that for eight months and then move up to the little middler. And then, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully you, you'll, you'll get a, a dip low in your, in your sights eventually, but you got to start somewhere and work your way up. Pete did a great job. Pete did a great job. I think, I think 
it's it's great for Seth to have this renaissance, you know, mid career, you know, because he's been he's been famous for a really long time. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's a very I think he's like a very bright, funny guy. Um, and I guess this is going to help sell some fucking table lighters. You know what I'm saying? Are you sad that you don't that you don't smoke weed anymore and you can't try Seth Rogen's marijuana? No. Okay. <laughs> no, like I don't. I'm not. I, I just. It's a little too stylized for me. I mean, but that's what you have to do. Like, I think it's smart. I mean, that's like what you. I mean, they're all. Even the ones that we like are really stylized. We just like the style. You, you know what I mean? Like, point. if you're. That's a good point. It's that's the thing. It's the only way to that business. And I'm I'm not that familiar, but it, it seems like it's. I mean, it's like it's like you're all selling the same product kind of so the only thing to set you apart is brand mm-hmm. it's like it's like bottle of, it's like bottle of water the reality is it's all basically the same there's very few people who can actually tell the difference at a at a, at a high level and it's a brand especially of, at a gallon level exactly i'm you know I'm, I'm sipping on a juggy right now you can hear the jug right here let me hold on hold on you hear this oh that's uncapping the jug tj hold on good, good, good. <laughs> what what brand is your jug are you arrowhead no, bro. This is Whole Foods Spring Water, three sixty five ninety nine cents. Three sixty five. Okay. Yep. How many? So you do you do one gallon a day, or do you do more than that? I'm doing a gallon plus if you really do the math, because I, I hit the gallon. Maybe Seth's doing this, but I hit the gallon, you know, and then and then um, throughout the day I'm having other, I'm having a sparkling here and there. So the, so the three sixty five gallon, that's your bottom bitch that's always with you. That's dying. my bottom. I, I try to finish that. I basically try rain or shine. I leave. I leave the gym. I get my smoothie, I get the gallon, and I try to finish the gallon before I leave the house again around two or three. We've got goals. Yeah. And you know what? This gallon, <clears throat> as I sip from it, damn it tastes good. Uh, this gallon doesn't have any, you know, it doesn't have any hash marks that say keep going or like you're almost there or <laughs> like like you're a corny white bitch. It doesn't have any of that stuff. It doesn't have any of that stuff on it. So it's weird, but it's somehow I'm able to still finish it, Jason, without having any, any obnoxious messages or cute branding. Now I want there to be a how long gone obnoxious water container. You know, don't talk to me until I've had my gallon. That's, I mean, that's my life though. Don't talk to me until I've had my galley. It's gallon o'clock somewhere. That, that, that actually be really funny if we made a line of like wine mom merchandise, but for people drinking gallon jugs of water. That's exactly what I'm talking about, Chris. Unfortunately, I don't think. Well, I'll send over the Google slides tomorrow. It's a small community. Well, I mean, we specialize in niche markets. We're a tight knit community and we, um, we trade water secrets. Water secrets. I feel like the highest level athletes are, are doing this. So I just had mm-hmm. to start doing it. You know, it doesn't take much for me to fall into a, um, a a exercise type trend but i i will say drinking that much water it makes me feel fucking good it really does work i mean i just don't also i i guess some people find it like difficult to do but i don't i i just for sure it's not that i don't know i don't i don't find it very difficult and it's i mean it's obviously better than eating yeah how does it work as an appetite suppressant to drink that much water every day well if you drink a gallon of water and then smoke like 10 cigarettes it's great (laughs) um no no i'm just i'm just kidding i i it doesn't really it doesn't really work as appetite suppressant I, f- I mean, I found that you know it, when I was doing some some heavier fasting, if if I got a little hungry around lunchtime, I would just you know slam a, a glass of water and it would go bye bye pretty soon. No, no, it, it works. I mean, it works. It doesn't last forever. Yeah, it doesn't last forever, and also I, I, it just depends. I mean, I think it depends on like how hungry you are, like especially with exercise stuff. Because now that I'm lifting like heavier weights, I'm hungrier than I was before. You know, mm. so it's more it's, it's more of it's more of a challenge. 
Action Bronson Black has been activated is what you're saying. Do not ever call me strong that again. man. Strong man, Chris. Look, he. I was. I just watched an episode of his show where he lost sixty pounds. No, it's amazing. It's um, amazing. Just doing crazy weightlifting. It's pretty impressive. And he had boogie boards too, which is cool. I love when I love when true freaks like figure out exercise and 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 you're like wait you're doing what it's like oh yeah i i, I only power lift and boogie board but power lift and boogie lord it's like what like, the fuck and you're like yeah i tried everything and this is what i love to do and and no it's great you know more power to you i love that shit no i think it's very i, I love an ortho unorthodox workout style i think it's very cool i i do think it's very cool i mean i i unfortunately am i don't know i i just i like the conventions um but uh thing like just what? doesn't seem comic-con no 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 um uh i prefer more of like a complex st- con? complex yeah you know, already know no you know what actually this year we got to go to the health and fitness convention that they have in uh at like the la convention center i went a couple years ago truly one of the best times of my entire life it was fucking how insane. did you get in like how do we get the passes i think it's open to the public anyone can just buy a ticket this is your your mecca this is your coachella i mean look bro i've been to ces so i know what to expect ces has a lot more prostitution than this really this is just regular sucking and fucking i mean these oh, people okay. are so <laughs> roided out they don't even have a fucking yeah, they don't. what's sex <laughs> um they, they have they've <laughs> evolved beyond the need for that that that's cool and they, they cannot locate their genitalia yeah i was about to say it's more that they have unfortunately is but ima- you know imagine if you went to like you know ces or complex con or whatever but every single booth had a pull-up bar damn that that's a dream <laughs> every single booth has a pull-up bar and a line of people waiting to do pull-ups instead of you know waiting to get your air force one signed by ben baller your your kid cutty crop top <laughs> sized right <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you know yeah we gotta go we gotta go it's crazy that i've never been to complex con but it just didn't work out like the the i don't i think it's only been around for three years but for whatever reason all three years i couldn't go i think it's been around longer than that by now i've been to I feel like I've been to three. I'm sure you. Oh, I'm sure you have, Jason. <laughs> I mean, I, I love you know local streetwear brands. The, the sneaker surgeon is that a person? Oh yeah, yeah. He already you already know him and I. We know each other. <laughs> come on, bro. Come on. You don't think I know the shoe surgeon, bro? You've, oh, the shoe surgeon. You've built. No, I'm the just shoe kidding. I, before, I, right? I don't. I just want to clear this up for once and <laughs> once and for all. I do not have a relationship with the shoe surgeon. Um, okay, but but yeah, I mean, I, you, I mean, it's good for you to link up with your bros at Chinatown Market at least, right? Yeah, yeah, I want to get a few basketballs. You know, what I'm saying just. So what's just, the, yeah? Are those guys getting canceled because they have a clothing company called Chinatown and they're two white guys? I mean, it seems is that was that finally happening? It seems like it it is, but it's not. I I think that, I mean, but this has happened before. I mean, that's the thing. This has happened since day one. I I just think people think it's dumb, but I don't know if people are actually offended by it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I don't know. If, mm-hmm. I don't know. Even talking to a few of my our, our friends that that members of the Asian community, they're like, I don't care about this. Like, there's real issues. Mm-hmm. This is not. This doesn't really bother me that much. Yeah. Um, yeah. Kind of like, what will it take for that to actually happen? I don't know if anyone cares enough. About I mean, I think it to, it's in, to put in the work to systematically bring them down. I mean, I think it's in. in poor taste for sure. But also, like, mm-hmm. what? Like, why would you name anything that? It's just dumb. I, it's it's <laughs> it's just like a bad name. It's it, it's it's just in poor taste. But like. I also, you know, once you once you name something, as, as somebody uh, as done to death projects knows, um, you know, you're kind of married to it. 
So, so that that you know, you know, our 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 friend of the pod, David Cho, suggested he does a bit of a rich chiga move with Chinatown Market and just you know change just change the name slightly to you know whatever his name is, Mike Rit, just call it Mike Market or something, you know. Oh, I love I love the pad tie there. <laughs> well, don't worry, Diaprada's on the case. I I, I you know yeah. they're on it, so I'm Shout sure my, we're bringing down Chinatown. We're bringing down Dolce with with my Prada Bradas. <laughs> <laughs> Prada Bradas unite. That's that's a good name for a hive. I, I like that. I like that. I, that's a lot. not off dumb. That's what we used to call my friend in high school, who was a bro, but he wore Prada, so we called him Prada Prada. You had a friend in high school in Orange County who wore Prada. Oh yeah. Oh, he was wearing oh the hip hop shoes. I'm sorry. The the no the, no no the... <laughs> no. He was a straight edge hardcore bro. But he just he was. He, but he was wearing the sneakers. He was wearing the classic Prada sneakers in high school. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty. Was he a drug dealer or just rich? He was straight edge and not rich. He had to save up to get his Pradas. Everyone, everyone had that one friend who would like you would skate with or whatever, and they like really were into Pradas at an early age or like you know luxury designer stuff when they couldn't. Well, afford it. I mean, I'm wearing the off whites to skate now. I mean, the Louis. I'm sorry, I wear the that's Louis cool. to <laughs> skate. So, and I tell you what, my pop has gotten a little better. You know what I'm saying? Those, those, <laughs> those, those, th- those 360 flips are looking crispy when I'm wearing mm-hmm. the Louis. They're, they're, look, it's a light, it's a light 900. And unfortunately, I do tear through them, um, like they are vans because of the way that I slide my foot on the, uh, thank you. Thanks, Virgil. Thanks so much, Virgil. Well, I mean, look, I use a pretty coarse grip tape. You know, for somebody who has never skated, you know a lot about skating, don't you? Bitch, I skated. I just wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I I love the skate community. It's the it's the coolest it's the coolest thing in the world. Like it's <laughs> it is. It's like you, you sound can, like Yang. I uh, I love the skate <laughs> the skateboarding community. I, I do. Yeah, <laughs> I just think what those guys are doing is great. No, they're it's it's just cool as hell, man. It's also like no, physically agree, impressive. You know, it's like physically impressive. It's just got it's just got all the elements of something that that is is unfuckwithable from from a coolness standpoint. You know, the music is there, the clothing is there. Well, the, the music is the music is there sometimes. Like I don't need to hear Jurassic Five again. You know, music I mean? used to be, but you know, bro. I, by the way, by the way, hold on. We went into we we went into just one eye yesterday. Uh, the the store, mm-hmm. um, yep. and somebody working there. Was wearing a like rest in peace Fife dog graffiti T shirt okay. to to work at a store where literally everything is ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and I was like, this is so fucking dusty. Do you think it could have been worn ironically or no? No, definitely not. Like, definitely not. I was shocked. You gotta stop going to these dusty stores, Chris. This would have never happened at Uniqlo. That's literally the opposite of a dusty store. That's why I was so shocked. It's like they had <laughs> all they carry is the row and Prada. It's crazy. Damn. Like I was just like, I can't believe this is happening right now. They're taking everything from you, Chris. No, it's okay. Dusty hip hop heads are truly my enemy, though. That's my least favorite genre. Yeah, if you ever get beat up by somebody, it's gonna be a dusty hip hop head who just can't take the ridicule anymore. No, he's gonna he's gonna punch- the venom that you're spewing. He's going to punch me wearing full LRG, and I'm, there's nothing I can do about it. He's going to knock the Kangle right off of that fucking fat head of yours, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm going to. You got to listen to De La Soul while I punch you in the stomach. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, what else What else do we do, Chris? Oh, also, I finally got a, I got a tall desk and a tall chair. Oh, yeah. Did it all come in? I'm 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 podcasting right now from the I got the adjustable Hell yeah. the adjustable desk that can go from regular to standing with the electronic button 
And then I got the tall boy, the tall boy Herman Miller. That's the James, the James Ellis special. He had that desk forever, the one that goes up and down. It's very cool. I mean, I feel like what normal people feel like when they sit at a desk. You're spending so much time in the lab at this point that you were going to get some, you were going to have some real, real problems if you didn't upgrade. Absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like I just have been wearing a pair of pants that is the wrong size my whole life. And now I, I just finally got a. Tailored, well, tailored you, trousers, and it's well, really you are. Your pants are too short. I can tell from here. Um, but uh, that, that is true. That is a that is a very real analogy. Unfortunately, I'm very happy you got that. Though. That's a nice upgrade for you. Um, Thanks to all of our listeners to making my dreams come true. I'm able to buy office furniture. I got my Louis Vuitton clutch. I guess so. You know, we we all we all spend our money different ways. Some people have a Dries snakeskin shoe. Some people buy a <laughs> nice a nice chair for doing work. No, I mean, I I had a Herman Miller Aeron chair for years, and then it got it got honestly, I think it got lost in like a move. I just didn't have it one day. I had it since like twenty. <laughs> I had it like when I lived in Atlanta, and it and it just didn't make it. Oh, damn. At some point, yeah, I had one forever. My I, I don't know what happened to it. The lumbar support addition is is really important to that chair, but I don't really work at a desk, so it doesn't. I don't. I'm not that interested in that stuff. Yeah, the world is your desk. Or I guess the Delta Lounge is your desk. Uh, yeah. Well, the speaking of Delta Lounge, I'll be hitting it tomorrow on the way to cursed San Francisco. Jason, do you have any tips for me? Don't go to Oakland. I don't know if they'll like you there. Go to, go to Swan Oyster Depot if you have the time to get a oh yeah 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 a, a raw a raw bar seafood lunch. You know, get a nice pint of Anchor Steam and suck down some some fresh sashimis. You, you definitely won't go there, and it's definitely not your vibe. But no, but what's the other? What's the famous place? It's like starts with a Z. I think it's known for like a roast. I think it's like known for a roast chicken. Oh, Zuni. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you been there? Yeah, I have been there. Yeah, that is a pretty classic place. Yeah, Zuni Cafe. Does that seem like a crisp place? It, yeah, that's definitely much more of a crisp place. Because my other fa- my favorite restaurant there closed. Which one? Uh, the the April the, it was an April B- Bloomfield place. I feel bad for April April Bloomfield. She basically just that's collateral damage. Guilty she by hit, association. She hitched, she hitched her cart to the wrong horse. You know what I mean? <laughs> she sure yeah, did. But I, um, what was? I mean, I'm only going to be there. I, I, yeah. I'm only going to be there for it's it's a very limited. It's a quick, quick business trip, and I'll be back to L.A. But then you're gonna go in. You got to pitch to Salesforce, and then you're out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm going to the Slack headquarters. I'm gonna kind of discuss with them. I may have a bone to pick, uh, and then I'm heading right back. A couple changes for your little program. Yeah, I'm going to Airbnb and Uber and and Slack, and then and then we'll see how much time I have left. We'll see if we can get this thing sold. You know what I mean? As the closer, I know you're sending me up alone, but you'll be with me in spirit. The thought of you being in San Francisco does please me because I know how much you hate it. I actually, though, you know, I hate it because it. I hate it because it's like, I don't know, like, why would I like it? But also, <laughs> I don't, I don't really hate it that much. Mm-hmm. Like, I just also, I think I realized that any major city with like restaurants and a hotel is fine. It, it's fine. It's fine. And I'll have a, I'll be there. I'll, I'll meet some new people that I'm working with. We'll get a nice meal. I'll exercise. I'll do a podcast. And I'll come home. It'll be fine. It's not, yeah. you know what I mean. The TJ effect, I like it. Well, if Chris into if it's new man. if it's nice outside, it's a beautiful running city. That's true. Hilly is you know, all hell. Yeah, it's hilly. It's hard, but it's beautiful. It's, I mean, if it's a nice day, I've been there enough that when it's been nice, I'm like, oh, okay, I get this. Like yeah, I understand San, why San people San Francisco like on this. a beautiful day where the sun's out and it's warm, so magical. Walk around, get a little fucking buy right ice cream cone or whatever you know what i'm gonna do you know what makes me think of san francisco jason what reminds me of san francisco cartoon little bank 
Oh, no, 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 no carbs, Jason. A little, okay. a little band, a little band called Third Eye Blind. Uh, you know, just li- are they from there? They put the yeah that they're the famous Third Eye Blind album is a San Francisco treat. So they're your Hate Nashbury Grateful Dead. I mean, honestly, bro, I'll take, I'll take. <laughs> I'll take Third Eye Blind's self-title from 97 over any Grateful Dead album. And that's I think you would too maybe. Yeah, when Third Eye Blind said do 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 that I felt that shit, bro. I felt I that will, shit. That's I will my travel jury. I'll travel to the end of the world. That is what I'll be listening to and you know Jason, I think today you should play us out with with um one of my favorite songs God of Wine. Um it's the it's the final track after the fan favorite motorcycle drive by God of Wine. Uh, from the the Third Eye Blind album, God of Wine, also called Bacchus. No, no I'm not talking about Eric Warheim. <laughs> no, I'm not the talking Greco-Roman about Roman God of fruitful vegetation as and the God of wine and ecstasy. Eric Warheim. No, I'm not talking about Eric Warheim. I'm talking about Stephen Jenkins, methamphetamines. I'm talking about San Francisco in the late '90s. I'm talking about okay. Counting Crows. You wasn't there. Okay, I got it. Don't worry, I got it. Jesus, Jason. God, do I have to do everything around here? You, I, <laughs> you, I, I do stuff, Chris. <laughs> do we, oh wait, before we go, I, I still, should I buy you, should I buy you a, I, I still like the idea of, of mounting a nice new flat screen above your desk where we have the chartable, where we have like our anchor page showing our data like it's a stock market. Is that still something you're interested in? Yeah, you want to buy and mount a large TV in front of my in front of my desk or behind my desk? By all means, let's get it popping. I mean, I won't I won't be mounting it myself, but I would be. You'll pay for purchasing. the mounting. All I mount it myself. Blue collar TJ mounts it himself, huh? I love uh, TJ comes with a mounting hardware. I like that about you. TJ will pull up the Ryobi. It's fully charged, and I will get. The, oh, I will get God. the drill You got an extra battery pack with that thing? You just keep one charged. You bet your fucking ass, I do. Damn, TJ don't TJ is cheap, but not when it comes to home improvements. And that's what I like about you. Great podcast, Jason. Great talking to you. Um, I'm sorry about your knee, but I think it's going to improve. Uh, well, luckily my travel schedule is going to give you some rest. Um, I'm going to get to pa- uh, get to editing now. So, Chris, have a have a great day. I will. Bye bye. Sing, dude.